It has been a minute. We um we probably sound a little different. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully it's a good thing. Yeah, hopefully it is a good thing. Um I spent some money upgrading our <laughs> our our setup here um to a full professional studio setup actually. Um full XLR and everything. Yeah. I mean, let's take a moment and just like High five, Anthony, for uh, you know coming through with us and and just buying this equipment. It's really been an awesome thing that that they've done. Whoa! No need to make me like blush or anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I um, I got sick of editing the um <laughs> the the worst audio because we should have a better setup. Um where it allowed us to have two mics and we could record with the separate mics and they had good audio quality. And then that kind of got ruined because of like technical issues. And for the longest time, it's been like, it's expensive to put down money for an XLR setup. Right. I mean, this has been like a, a way expensive hobby of, can you call it a hobby? A yeah, it's a favorite hobby. pastime of ours. It's been really expensive, but it's almost been worth it too. Right. I mean, if you look back when we first started to now, you know, let's take a trip, a little trip down memory lane. A little trip like, down memory lane. Like we we uh with all good intentions started this and it has been it's been an awesome trip. It really has. Um there's been some hiccups like you've just said, but uh, you know what? I wouldn't have traded traded it for the world. So let's hoping here on out we don't have any more issues technically. Hope so. Um, it is a little bit echoey, uh, which is because we're recording in a open area. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's still way better audio quality than it ever has been on the podcast before. So I guess we could call this like a little new a new era. We had to take a little bit of time away while the equipment came in and then the equipment came in in a really weird spot where mom was out of town for like a week and then came home sick and Uh, I got sick. (laughs) You know, I hate this time of year. I really do. It was awesome. It was so cool. It was so fun. (laughs) Um, but we are roaring, ready to go. We have our coffees. We are we're here. <laughs> We're here. So let's get this started. I'm so excited. Yeah. I mean, preface this just by saying, excuse any like audio mistakes while we kind of hammer out using the new system. I haven't, this is my first real chance to actually use it with the two mics. I did try it out with um a little bit beforehand just to make sure that it worked, obviously, and it does. Yeah. But I wanted to, you know, fully make this is the first test (laughs) and let me just throw in a little tidbit here but like holding these mics it makes me want to break out into song like i have something really important to sing you know right i I mean i feel like a star (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're gonna start um just break dancing honestly Mm. break dancing singing your singing your tune your beat (laughs) 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 but yeah we um that's very apt because our uh, topic for today is actually very music related. 
Yes. Um, so we have our, um, this is kind of an idea that I, I came up with where I was like, maybe we can, uh, talk about our favorite albums of all time. Um, and kind of give off life stories about like our relation to those albums and what it means to us. And this is going to be broken up into two separate episodes, but this one being mom oriented. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and is there anything else I wanted to add to that or do you just want to jump straight in? I just, I would just like to say before we start, like music is my life. I mean, I know, I know you hear that term quite often, but music really to me has been a, a real lifesaver throughout my life. Like I have turned to it for every little, little hiccup in life that I've had and it's just made me come alive i mean like it is number uh one on my list of contenders that has helped me you know you you know my second one it's obviously video games but like music to me is just my oh my god it's just my it's it's so hard to explain it just makes me feel so alive and just you know i i feel heard right through music. No, I get that 100%. I, I yes. do. Um, music is a very powerful tool. I mean, there's a reason that so many, like, um, different cultures use music in so many of their things. I mean, it's, it's such an important tool for life. And that's what it's there for at the end of the day, to kind of teach us lessons and help us. <laughs> so... Um, we each brought four albums. Obviously, this one's mom. So these are we're gonna go through mom's four albums. Um, I took a listen to these about a week and a half ago, maybe two weeks ago. I all just like sat down and listened to all of them while I was at work. Um, I obviously wasn't sitting at work, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if it's okay with you. Um, how to starting off with uh, Rio by Duran Duran. How about that? That sounds pretty good to me. So Rio by Duran Duran. Tell us a little bit about it. When I first heard this, now this was, mind you, one of my, my older sisters, one of her favorite, favorite all-time bands was Duran Duran. And... I always looked up to my sister. Like she was my, my idol, I guess if you can say it. I mean, I was always wanting to hang out with her and, uh, you know, I really wanted to know what kind of music she listened to. So I sat down and listened to it with her and it just took me uh, to to my own little paradise. You know, as a kid, you always have these little Im- imaginations going. Right. So, like, it always took me to that one special place that uh, just put me at ease and made me feel so good and, you know, alive. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, It is a very good album. It Obviously, like, there's a reason why it's such a classic. Yes. <laughs> so your first experience was hearing it because of your older sister right 
And um, do you have any specific songs on that that have helped you or like any songs that you wanted to bring up or talk about, like your favorite songs off the album? Off of the album itself? Um, I mean, the whole album itself is just really yeah, a freaking awesome, you know, I mean, they all, they all just hold that, that, that same meaning for me. Right. Like that, that was where I first learned it was through my sister. And so it just, it just, it holds that special place in my heart because to me that is just like a, like it bonded us too, mm-hmm. you know, my sister and I, because, um, I mean, I'm not trying to like copy her in any way, <laughs> but as a sibling, like a younger sibling, and then you're looking up to your older sibling and, you know, it just, it just made us relate more on more, more one-on-one together because we got each other. Does that make sense? Like I understood her mm-hmm. that, that any of those songs on there just made me understand her more, Right. her thought, her, you know, what she was thinking and it just made me more and more want to be like her. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, as a younger sibling, <laughs> <laughs> um, the youngest in my family, I it's certainly like a thing. Younger siblings want to, obviously, like, the older siblings are the footprint. They're the ones who you look to to be like, oh, who am I supposed to be like? Other than, like, your parents or your friends are like, you know. Yeah. So... There is that moment in life where you're like, you look up to them, you want to be a little bit like them, you want to, you want to get along with them because obviously you live with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there is that like, you know, that relation where you want to do what you can to, you know, right, kind of make them proud of you. Right. And also, <laughs> let me say, that was one of my first crushes was Duran Duran. Specifically, right. the drummer Roger. <laughs> Roger, he was so hot. I mean, I'm uh, he still is probably. I mean, he's always been my all time favorite in right. the band. And um, it was funny because even my younger sister, like all three of us sisters, would get together, and uh, my older sister liked John Taylor, and I liked Roger Taylor, and then my younger sister. She liked Andy Taylor. So we, we would sit there and like, you know, pretend that we were Duran Duran and just like play around and to all the music. And, you know, I would pretend I'm doing the drums and they would pretend to do what, you know, the other one that their crushes liked. So, or did. So it was, it was just a really fun, all in out good experience. And it has always, like I said, held that special place in my heart every time I hear a song it doesn't matter I mean Rio is one of my favorite albums but it doesn't matter what album from Duran Duran it's always it gives me those cold chills it gives me those good memories and I just enjoy it all around yeah I mean memories are the stable of life right not to mention their voices are really sexy to me really good voices I've got to be honest here <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be honest, there it it is a really fantastic album. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I grew up with kind of like because of your memories and because of your experiences with Duran Duran. Obviously, you brought that through your through to adulthood. Um, 
and you played it a lot in the car growing up or just in the house in general growing up. So I heard a lot of Duran Duran when I was a kid. <laughs> um, especially like the two standouts in my brain are Hungry Like a Wolf mm-hmm. um, and Rio. Obviously like the namesake of the album. Um, which I still listen to both of those songs very regularly. They're on my playlist. It comes up. My playlist is like 27 hours long. So I mean they come up when they come up. But they're on there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... They're just amazing songs. I mean, the whole album itself is, like you said, it's a very good album. But right, yeah. Those songs are probably my favorites on the album. <laughs> it's just really good. Because it's like you, like that just brings up memories of my childhood. <laughs> yes. And one more thing to add with that one is back when MTV actually played the music videos, um, I mean that was just the cake with everything i mean you could sit there and literally watch them it's just it was just such a good feeling i mean you could just sit there and watch them and have your going through your experiences in in your mind and feeling that all you know it just made everything so that's so much more um better for me right you know the experience I never got to experience that type of stuff. Right. MTV was a reality TV thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, and it still is. There's no more music videos. Mm-mm. I kind of wonder why they stopped. There's probably a lot of information on why they did, but I kind of wonder why. Probably legal stuff, I had to guess. Yeah. What a shame. But I mean, like, they still do the, actually, they, they still do the MTV Unplugged. Which is like artists go in there and sing and stuff. But it's really, truly, it's, it's not the same thing. No, it isn't. And I think it actually also might be because of the rise of the internet. It kind of ruined that for them. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Because, I mean, why wait for the videos to come out on MTV when you can just look them up on YouTube? Right. <laughs> yeah. And just watch them whenever you want, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> like I said, it's still not the same. Yeah, it's just that experience of... um of that yeah (laughs) sitting in front of the tv and it coming on naturally like you've been waiting for it (laughs) exactly anything else you wanted to say about that album no i think that that about sums it up nice very good album if you were to give that album a score out of 10 what would you give it i would give it exceeding over a 10 (laughs) honestly i really would like it deserves a lot more than a 10 in my opinion it's a classic I think I'd probably give it an eight, an eight out of ten. Okay. In my in my little meager me, opinion. <laughs> You're gonna say meagly, but that sounds like a Harry Potter thing. And yeah, meagly opinion. Meagly. Um. So next up on the docket in the little list that I have here that you sent to me is Black Celebration by Depeche Mode. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So again, I I hadn't listened to it. This is another one of those bands that came from my sister. But this one has a little bit of a different meaning for me. This mm-hmm. one is um, more or less when I was a preteen. Like I was in between. Okay. Right. So I learned a lot. I mean, just that album alone. It was kind of a naughty album, you know, back then. Yeah. Like it, it pointed out some things that I had not heard. And I was like, oh my gosh, am I, am I sinning for listening to, I mean, you know, back then Yeah, (laughs) you're thinking that, come on. 
But the more and more I listened to it, I just felt so, <laughs> I really felt like a rebel. Right. And I, it, it really, it made me, it was one of those albums that made me feel sexy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not afraid to admit that. Like as a preteen, I felt like I was pretty damn sexy. Come on. Like I'm pretty cool <laughs> listening to this. This gave me the courage, you know, to mm-hmm. not only, to not only say, you know what, fuck everybody else. I don't care. This is what I'm listening to. This is what I love. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, and although I didn't really find them too attractive, I mean, they're okay. You yeah. know, I mean, I'm sorry to push them, but like <laughs> you were still really high on my list because you are actually the one that made me feel like a, a woman. Yeah. And I really appreciate it. And I, and I always have. And so when I listen to it, when I get in those moods, I will listen to it and it makes me feel so damn sexy and so untouchable. Mm-hmm. And it's important. Yeah. It's important to feel like that. And it's important to have those things that you can connect to that side of yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is a very provocative album. It is. <laughs> I mean, I think one of the songs on it is literally called like a question of lust or something. Like <laughs> yeah. That. Um, so it's not trying to hide that it is. And it's, it is a, it is a very, it's a very, very good album. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's an important, it's an important thing to have, especially as a young preteen, as somebody who's growing into their body, as somebody who's growing into like themselves, you know? Right. And let me also point out at that time with the album, and I almost forgot this memory, but I'm glad you like, I don't know what triggered it, but um, I had my first boyfriend. I got my first boyfriend and my mm-hmm. first kiss on that song. It's a question of lust. So that there is another good memory. Yeah. Of, you know, why I've always loved, loved this, this album. Yeah. I mean, God, your first, your first special. love and your first kiss is always special. Well, it's supposed to be special. Well, okay. <laughs> it's supposed to be, but for me it was. Yeah. And that's good. You know, I'm not saying I, I miss the, that first love because I really, I mean, I'm happily married, but like you always have that special feeling in your mind, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a very special feeling. Yeah, it is. I mean, even I like, obviously I didn't go on good terms with my first or really not great terms at all. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's, I've tried talking about that on the podcast and then I got like a cease and desist from them. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Which like, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> you go. That's right. Like, honestly, no, cause that's fucking crazy. We'll talk about that some other time, but it's fucking insane. Like that's just insane pilled. Like <laughs> just go get a life. <laughs> Why are you listening to my podcast? <laughs> um, if, what? Like it, that? No, because when, Okay, let's talk about this another time. We're going to yeah, get yeah, off yeah. track here. We, okay. But I mean, like, even thinking back to my first kiss with him, um, wasn't my first kiss, but it was like my first, you know. It was your first kiss. My first kiss was fucking wild. Oh, never mind. It wasn't. You're right. Okay. So, yeah, let's, but let's talk about more about me. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about me. Let's talk about me. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about, well, actually, I'll touch on the first boyfriend stuff in my episode, the next episode. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, it's just really important to have those memories attached it to is. that type of stuff. Yes. 
And I'm, I'm happy that you have that because, uh, yeah, it is just important. Like, capital I, important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so what is your favorite song on, on the album, would you say? My favorite song on the ab- album would be The Question of Lust. Yeah. Cause that, Obviously, because that, that memory. And I have a feeling I probably know the answer, but if you were to give this album a score out of 10, if you could, what would that be? It would probably be a hard 10. A hard 10. Yeah, a hard 10. Nice. Yeah. It is a very good album. I, um, I, well, I, I forgot to mention like the, uh, the genres, but, uh, Rio's Duran Duran, Duran Duran's Rio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forgot to write them down. So I'll have to do a cheeky little look up, um, for like the actual, uh, genre of what it's considered for Duran Duran. Um, Rio is the second studio album by the English new wave band Duran Duran. Uh, Duran Duran. Uh, do you have a genre? New wave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's considered new wave. Okay. I just forgot that that was an actual name of a genre. Um, and then I'll also look at uh, Black Celebration by Depeche Mode, uh, which is synth pop, new wave. An industrial post-punk. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very good album. Um, it's uh, I didn't like a couple of the songs just because like I don't think Depeche Mode has ever been like my big jam, right? But I mean, I still really like their music, so I'd give this one like a six out of ten, seven out of ten, somewhere around there. Maybe okay. six and a half out of ten to meet it in the middle. Okay, well that kind of breaks my heart, but okay. No, six and a half is a good. <laughs> score <laughs> no i mean you can't you can't uh expect everybody to you know like the same things that you like like right. the same music so well and like um six and a half still good i mean it's just because there's a couple songs on there that i like it didn't like vibe with like I didn't, they didn't get me moving yeah and what would those songs be um i have to look at the song list if i see the names and i'll remember um, I will say my favorite song on the album was uh, Fly, Fly on the Windscreen. Okay. What I, I really liked that one. But I didn't like um, New Dress or uh, Here's the House. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess you just have to like understand the meaning behind those songs for sure. Mm-hmm. They were kind of off-putting a little bit, right? I mean, they, they, they seemed like they didn't really fit into the album itself. But then again, we don't know. Like, how do we know what they're thinking, you know? (laughs) I mean, and I'm going to have to say uh, Depeche Mode is another one of those, every one of their albums I've loved, so. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's, it's, I mean, it's, 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 whoa, apparently I have a brain fart moment, but yeah, it it is a really good (laughs) album, and they're a really good band, and again, like, some of those songs, listening to them, it's like, I heard this in my childhood while I was in the car, just while you were cleaning the house or something like that. And a lot of the songs are just like, remind me of my childhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because of that. And it, it, it does bring good memories. Um, because of, because of you and like the music and always mm-hmm. like the music that you and dad like shared with us as children. And this is kind of off topic, but um, one of those being Closer by Nine Inch Nails makes me 
uh, makes me crack up so hard. <laughs> the thought of that song giving me nostalgia is so funny to me, but it does. Like, I want to fuck you like an animal. That gives me fucking nostalgia. It's right. crazy to me. Yes. So I heard that all the time when I was a kid. <laughs> it's crazy to me, <laughs> but it gives me nostalgia. <laughs> for, for a little bit of a simpler time. Mm-hmm. Definitely was. Um, yeah, that's the first two albums on our, on the dossier for today. Um, is there anything you wanted to say about those two or anything you wanted to add or any other stories, any chats you wanted to have before we move on into the mid roll? It's just, I mean, I've said pretty much what I want to say. Um, but even thinking about the albums, you know, the nostalgia, like you said, but. It also, they also just bring me so many emo- emotions. Like they make me want to cry at times. Mm-hmm. That's just how much I adore them. And maybe that's a bad thing to say as a fan. <laughs> like I'm not going to go out there and like stalk you guys, <laughs> but <laughs> you've just, you've just made this girl right here just, you know, a real true big band and giving me so many emotions and so many memories tied behind the songs. Right. Um, I just love you guys. I do. I love Depeche Mode. I love Duran Duran. Yeah. I mean, and I don't think it's a bad thing to say that like the songs make you cry or make you feel like you need to cry or want to cry. Cause that's a very healthy thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think most bands, um, kind of want that they want those experiences like like um people being so emotionally attached or like so emotionally um affected by their music to yeah. the point where it does bring them to the tears because like it's important for people to cry it's important for people to feel and be connected to their emotions so i mean like yeah more power to you <laughs> I don't think anybody would, would judge you for that. I mean, I certainly have my days where I'll listen to a song and just bust out into tears because it sometimes needs to happen. Yeah, that's what makes us human. Yeah, human. <laughs> Raise your hand if you like being a human. Mm. I kind of wish the aliens would have just come down already. I know. I mean, we know come you're on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come out of hiding. Peekaboo. <laughs> like, we know you're there. Come it's on. It's like that up. little TikTok going around. Let me in. <laughs> <laughs> like, Open the door. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you think they took one look at Earth and said, no thanks? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be here. I don't want to. I don't want to see what they're like. Actually, I think I'm good. And they just left. <laughs> Jeez. I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame them. <laughs> um, so it's our first two, which means that's the first half of our episode. Um, so now it is time for something. And what, what time is it, Mom? It's time for a coffee break. Hello.
Hello everybody and welcome to the mid-roll of the episode. I hope you guys are enjoying it so far. We had a ton of fun actually like sitting down and discussing these like memories, which is what they are. These just these really incredible memories with each other and it was like in the end like a, a pretty good bonding experience, I think, just to have this discussion about music, which is so important. And um our next episode is gonna be uh my songs. So this episode's all about mom, the next one's all about me. Um and I hope you guys are also enjoying the new setup. Uh I am really happy about it. It um is a huge step for us as a podcast as a podcast hosting thing um to have this really incredible equipment that i'm i'm just proud to have i love audio editing i love audio um recording i just love all of this stuff like this is my hobby so to have such incredible equipment along with it just it's 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 honestly like an honor so um yeah it's I just, this is, thank you to everyone who has listened or has ever listened to one of our episodes or who still listens to our episodes when they release. It really does mean a lot. You guys are the reason we do this and um, it it means way more than any of you will ever know. Um, I just wanted to get say that in that voice for some reason. Um but yes, as for other things, I am trying to work on other projects in the background a little bit. Um, I do want to bring another podcast to the service eventually. Obviously, that's what this is designed for, the Alternate Universes podcast channel. So there's supposed to be multiple podcasts here. I am working on it. I am trying to get some projects started, some projects, more people involved, um, so that we can bring you as much content as we can um reasonably <laughs> um so yeah that's just a little update on things um so yeah i think that's it actually as always thank you to miracle of sound for the use of liquid nights and disco lights for intro outro and mineral at least for this episode and i hope the rest of you uh i hope all of you enjoy the rest of the episode thank you Welcome back from the middle. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello, governor. Hello, love. <laughs> if we have any British listeners, they just clicked off. Never to listen again. <laughs> they said no thanks and just left. They didn't want anything. They did not want to deal with that shit. They were sick of it. They said, fuck you guys and left. He said it's bullshit, in it. <laughs> Wow. Never forget. We love the British. The British ate the Irish. Do they? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> my melody says differently. Mm. <laughs> um, music is a thing that we listen to. <laughs> oh, gosh. going to preach now? Yeah, I am. I'm going to get down, pray to the Lord Jesus Christ above once again. 
I'm going to rejoin Mormonism <laughs> and preach to God. I mean, I guess if that's for you. <laughs> Just rejoin once more. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> Round two. <laughs> okay. Um, speaking of Irish people, mm. um, the next one on the list that you sent me um is no need to argue by the crown the cranberries um which is a very good album oh my gosh why don't you tell us a little bit about that oh my gosh bless her heart i really love dolores horizon i really do um she came at a time in my life when i was at uh my rebellious stage mm-hmm. okay i <laughs> I was running away. I was just like, I'm not going to stay here in my parents' house. Forget it. You know, right. I mean, typical. I think I know everything. I, I can survive on my own. So, like, literally, I had had moved out of my parents. And, um, and I actually was living with, I mean, I guess at the time she was a friend. I don't know why. You know, you why you have some people showing up in your life. Yeah. They're lessons, obviously. Yeah. Uh moved in with her and um had my boyfriend and she had hers. And then we decided that they're gonna move in. So they moved in. So the, about this time is when that, that album was coming out, you know, right. and and her and I would like listen to it every day. Like it seemed <laughs> like it was all day long. Yeah. We would drag Maine up and down listening to it, listening to it, listening to it. Well, she, it's a good thing I'm not saying any of the names. I'm not going to state names here. But she tried her hardest to sound just like her, you know? And she got really pissed because I really, I mean, I don't have that bad of a singing voice. I mean, it's gotten a little over age. It's gotten a little bit, eh. okay? But I used to practice singing all the time with this album. Right. Dolores's album, No Need to Argue, was one of my breakout albums where she taught me how to sing. Mm-hmm. And I could sound just like her almost. I mean, I'm not to toot my own horn, <laughs> but I had a pretty good voice. So she she made me find my voice. Yeah. That's the album that made me find my voice. Yeah. So this is why I picked that one because she. It's another one of those that's going to make me cry. Mm. But I mean, yeah. It is. It is a phenomenal album. Mm-hmm. Like it is. It is really, really, really good. Yes. Um, This is one of the albums kind of like Duran Duran, but like more so than Duran Duran. You listen to almost every single one of these songs when I was a kid, very regularly, and I do remember you singing a lot to it. And I even remember being like, "Mom, you should sing more. I really like your voice." Um, I remember saying that to you a lot. Yeah. Um, because you do. You have a very pretty voice. I I, I still think that. Um, and it, I just it is I, this obviously like childhood memories mm-hmm. because of you bringing it into adulthood. And it is just a phenomenal album. It is. <laughs> it is. It is a really phenomenal album. Um, any songs on here that are like breakouts for you? 
I liked zombie. Mm-hmm, obviously. Um, electric blue eyes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, those were probably the ones that stood out to me more. Zombie was the one that actually started me off singing out loud, making my voice be heard. Right. So it brought me out. She made me find my voice mm-hmm. with that song. It's, I mean, there's a reason why it's one of, if not their most popular song of all time. Yes. It is a really great song. My favorite song off the album is Ode to My Family. Mm. Um, just, that's a really good song. I yes. really love that song. Um, listen to it very regularly. It's one of the one of the songs that I'll actually go out and like seek and like just play it on purpose instead of just like shuffling my album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I do that with everything though. I don't really shuffle. Like mm. I seek out the songs and I've noticed that. Yeah, I just I'll shuffle once in a while, but then I always go back to those <laughs> those songs. <laughs> I like having my playlist and shuffling it because like I like every song. Obviously, I added the songs to the playlist so I like the songs. But um, I like having that element of surprise. Like, mm-hmm. here we go. Like, let's see which songs come up. And obviously, sometimes you're not in the mood and you skip them or, like, don't listen to them or, you know. Right. I mean, you definitely, if you're just not in the mood, you're just not going to listen to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but to me, like, there's not a lot of times where I'm not in the mood to listen to these albums. Yeah. They're very good. Very, very good. I mean, there's a reason why they're your one of your top favorite albums of all time. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you were to give this one a score out of ten, I, I it would it would again exceed mm-hmm. over ten for me. Over ten, mm-hmm. nice. This one's like a nine out of ten, probably for me. I I really love it. It's it's just it's really good. Like it holds up incredibly well. And if there's anybody here who hasn't listened to it, like go listen to it. Wow. Like who who would that be? Like I I really thought she was always the most popular. I mean, I think there was a time like '90s to the early 2000s where it was like a household name. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, I'm looking at the Spotify right now. That's 16.8 million monthly listeners. So I mean, obviously, still a lot of people listen. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's something. Right. Um, so I feel like there's probably, I mean, I feel like people probably have heard, like, heard zombie, obviously. Yeah. That's like such a worldwide hit. <laughs> it's a huge song. Um, but what do you think? Do you think like people listen to Electric Blue Eyes a lot? Like, I wonder if I can see the separate listen. Um, maybe not on my phone. I think you can on, um, desktop, but you can on my account, my phone. See the separate, like, see what the most listened, the least listened are on an album. Um, but like, I mean, I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me, <laughs> right? I mean, and um. I really, that one, that song specifically stood out to me more so because of my grandson, because of his blue eyes instantly, Mm -hmm. like when he was born, his eyes were just so blue and just so that was 
a song are related to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Memories are great. They are. <laughs> Just having those memories by music and having them. So like when you listen to a song or it comes up again somehow, it's just special. It is. Um, anything else you wanted to say about that album? Any other memories or standouts? Mm, no. Just, it was really good. Very, very good. Mm. <laughs> that brings us to our final album of today. Um, Jagged Little Pill by Alanis Morissette. Mm, yeah. Okay, so Jagged Little Pill, that was that was the one when you or when your dad and I first started dating. Okay. Yeah. So this one obviously this is really really holds holds a special place in my heart. Um driving around in his car, listening to this, uh even being pregnant with your older brother mm-hmm. and just feeling him dancing, like kicking around, listening to this this album. Um, yeah, it was just, it was one of those ones that when I was dating your dad, it, her songs, almost it was almost like she was taking words out of my mouth mm-hmm. in some certain songs, and just like expressing it to your dad, you know. Um. Yeah, it was just one of those. Those, uh, she was another one of those that made me feel heard mm-hmm. through her words. And I think that's a very, like, common thing for people to feel about Alanis Morissette because I've listened to a podcast, um, where people talked about Jagged Little Pill specifically, um, and how they, um, as women related to it and how, like, Alanis Morissette really spoke to their experiences as a woman in in society at the time and how um, it's just like the experience of a woman in the late 90s. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like she dared to like sing on so many feelings and emotions and topics that women not necessarily they didn't dare say it themselves so like Mm -hmm. through her through her voice we we let it out yeah Yeah. i mean at the time the the world was such a different place Mm -hmm. especially to women um like not being able to speak up or be heard or not being taken as seriously as men and that's still a thing it's still a thing I mean, like, honey, I was just about to say, like, like seriously, that's that's still a thing. Mm-hmm. Still a thing in twenty twenty three, right? But it's a very, like, I think a historically important album. It is. It's very historically important because I think her and Fiona Apple, uh huh, yes, were like the. 90s like we're gonna break through that barrier we're gonna say what the fuck we want to say fuck you i am woman hear mm-hmm. me roar yes i mean it it that was the error it just came out to you're gonna sit and listen to us we're no longer just you know silent pretty little things yeah 
And like the album Jagged Little Pill itself spoke to so many like different things, like struggling and um not being happy with yourself and finding yourself and and love and losing love and finding love again and Yeah. <laughs> it's just such a special album. Mm-hmm. It's so it's just one of those albums that changed music forever. You know? Yeah. Cause like Again, with every single other one of these, you listen to this album a lot when I was a kid, or just a, a song from the album a lot when I was a kid, and um, her music even stuck with me. Like, I still listen to Jagged Little Pill, like, every single song on the, on the album, regularly. I, I really love this album. <laughs> yeah. It's it's really fucking good. <laughs> um, And that's just because, like, her music's good. Like, the it's just a... It's one of those albums that's perfect. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, like, say what you want to say about ironic, the song ironic, and it being not ironic, or, you know, like, it being a little bit silly. And that is, it is a silly song, but I think she meant for it to be. Because the rest of the album is fucking, like, kind of heartbreaking. Who <laughs> says it's silly? Because it isn't it ironic, but nothing is ironic in the song. They're just inconveniences. Well, I mean, Yeah. That's a good fucking song. <laughs> like, who cares? Who cares? Like, why do we have to be so technical and break apart people's songs like that? Right. Like, you had no clue what they were feeling when they were writing these songs mm-hmm. and singing them. You know? You can only get what you're experiencing. You're mm-hmm. not getting what they've experienced, so. Yeah, I mean... There's just so many like different things with like music and artists and them choosing to put out their songs and I mean these are people who if they write their own music if they're like if they're a lyricist and it's not written for them like obviously that song is so important or like that album is so important to them um and that it means so much to them that they share it with the world and hope that it means as much to the world as it does to them. Right. And Alanis Morissette's just so... Oh, she she is the bomb to me. <laughs> I mean, like, she is the one that, you know, brought out our voices, our, our women voices mm-hmm. in so many, so many different um, places. And just, like, those... Really, I didn't know that, like, that uh, came out around. It kind of makes sense thinking about it now, but... Because, like, the time that it came, but, like, it, it coming out around the time that you and dad started dating. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, like, yeah, it's it, it, that, like, adds even more. Right. I mean, it. and he's the one that bought me the album. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah. <laughs> like, CD. He's never been that typical man, man, to me. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he's always known what women have gone through and stuff like that. So, like, he, he in a way, helped, too. Like, point out you know yeah dad i love dad obviously <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah he's not like a, a typical like i'm a man blah 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 right he takes the time to listen he's more in touch with his emotions i'd say um and like he'll let you know how he feels about things you know i mean obviously <laughs> like like we we all need to learn to do that like 
that's a good thing. And but I think a lot of his being able to relate more with females is the fact that he did was grew up with three sisters. He mm-hmm. was the only boy in the house. So like that helped him molded him into being the man that he is today. Yeah. So, you know, for sure. And like, obviously like, I'm the family didn't really seem to have like that toxic masculinity thing that a lot of people right grow up in because obviously like grandpa wasn't like that. Um, <laughs> When he was around. Yeah. So I can't imagine he was like that when dad was growing up, obviously. <laughs> so like having just like the sisters and everything, just like being able to see the world in more of like a, in the lens of what a woman goes through. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Right. And so like, <laughs> it's kind of funny because it's opposite. Like I have no girls here. Like they're all boys. <laughs> The only the closest I could have as a girl would be well besides my stepdaughter, but I don't get to see her like I never really we didn't raise her so like the closest one I I have to a girl would be you and I don't even know if you prefer me to be considering that anymore with you like I don't know like <laughs> you know I know you have both <laughs> both the best of both genders. In my opinion, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, there there was just all this masculine. I can't even talk. Is <laughs> <laughs> masculinity? It's a very um, bro, you know raising you house. kids. Like <laughs> that's. I mean, I was so outnumbered. Really, mm-hmm. but I do think it's very funny to see <laughs> dad had. All sisters, and you had a pretty even split. Yeah. Well, not even. I think it was, yeah, it's three girls. Well, us girls, like, overpowered, obviously. <laughs> but, I mean, even as it can be with five people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. So, dad having all sisters, you having a pretty even-ish split, and then dad having, well, not all boys, but with you, all boys. Um. Just kind of. <laughs> it's, it's funny to me. Um. But honestly, like, we didn't grow up in a very, like, traditional household either. Like, you and dad weren't, like, the traditional. Well, right. I mean, and that's another reason, like, I with these songs, this the albums that I always played for, you know, around you boys. I wanted to not only allow you guys to listen to what you wanted to listen to, but I also wanted to teach you and the, the albums that I listened to, the meanings Mm-hmm. But they were pointing out to you. Right. I wanted to bring that culture in. Yeah. And let that, your brains, you know. It certainly wasn't a household that like, you guys didn't hold back from showing us things like music and the music that you guys listen to. You guys didn't hold back from showing us things that a lot of households would, wouldn't show kids. Right. Like you didn't censor things. You didn't you kind of just let us experience things as we experienced it. And like, I know, I know a lot of parents like about that type of stuff, but like we all turn out good. And I think we all have like good outlooks on life because of it. Like being able to listen to the music that we're going to listen to or, or see the things that we're going to see. Like you can't protect your kids forever from seeing like, we, we watched horror movies when we were a kid because we wanted to. And if we didn't want to, that was fine. We could go to our room and, Right. Do I something mean, else or 
This like, is what we're going to do. This is what I'm doing. If you don't want to, you go, know, you know, you can go somewhere else. And I, I do think, I do think it's a very important thing. Like growing into adulthood and being like, okay, well I can do what I want to do. And if someone doesn't want to do that, then okay, that's fine. Right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't get why parents and you know, it's not my place to not, I'm, it's not my place to understand everybody and what, how they raise their kids, obviously. You know, you just, I, to me, you can't censor the world. The mm-hmm. world is going to show you regardless. It's going to show you everything. Yeah. It already is. Like, look what's happening. Everything's <laughs> blowing up. Everything's being shown, it's being revealed. You can't censor it. No. So what's the point of trying to censor it? with your kids growing up. Yeah. They're going to go out in the world and they're going to be like, so afraid if they're censored to me. So to me, I didn't want to censor that. And mainly when it came to everything, but especially with music, I didn't want to censor you guys with the music that I listened to, what your dad listened to. Mm -hmm. I wanted to let you know, Hey, this songs, these songs exist. You, you come up with your own um, conclusion on what it means to you. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not going to censor. I wasn't, I wasn't about to censor any of it. And it's important for you guys too, to be able to just listen to whatever the fuck you guys want to listen to. Yeah. Without having to be like, Oh, my kids here, I can't listen to this song because like, that's not going to, that's going to end up with you not being happy, you know? Right. Yeah. Because you can't do whatever you want to do. <laughs> so, it was like an important life lesson for not only the kids, but for you guys too. Like just being able to, to have kids who understood like mom and dad can do what they want to do. We can go do what we want to do within reason. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And we're not expected to like, like the things that they like. We're not expected to like, Sensor. Yeah. We can listen to what we want to listen to. I like, we can talk about different like subjects that maybe were taboo for other families to talk about. Like it was a very, and I think like it all kind of comes back to the music. Like that kind of showed us like, I think music and movies and media and like, obviously like talking, but it kind of just like, crafted our childhood yeah and i think that's true for mostly everybody on the planet (laughs) i'm pretty sure but there's exceptions oh yeah but yeah like you said it all always comes back to music like music brings people together Mm -hmm. it's just a very very special thing Mm -hmm. um there's going to be songs that i listen to that i will always think about you when i listen to them or i'll always think about dad when i listen to them and that's important to have. I mean, obviously, like, no one's around forever. Um, like, it's important to have those things that sh- give you those memories. Yeah. Like, it's important to just remember things in general. Like, even, like, your first kiss in your car. or Not, not in your car, but, like, your, just your first kiss or driving around in your car or just being in your living room, being stupid and dancing or... <laughs> You know, it's important to have those memories because mm-hmm. that's all, that's what makes us human. That's that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So Dragon Ball Pill, what would you give that out of ten? <laughs> <laughs> I would again exceed over ten. <laughs> <laughs> I give this one a ten out of ten for me. I think this is my favorite out of the bunch. The four albums. Um, yeah. If you were would you be able to rank them from favorite to not least favorite, but like you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean I would say again my most favorite one would be from least to favorite like obviously there's no least mm-hmm. but like my top top favorite would be jagged little pill mm-hmm. Alana's, and then it would go the cranberries and then it would go see and i don't want to put those out down at the bottom because they always <laughs> hold that special place too but like i guess there wouldn't be a bottom between mm-hmm. depeche mode and duran duran they would just be like they're contenders to me. They're like the same, yeah. Right, so. I mean, this isn't the bottom, obviously, like, for this is the top of your list. Yes. Um. Very good albums. Mm-hmm. I think you heard mine, but I think it would it would be in order, um, if, I'm, if I'm remembering my scores properly. Jagged Little Pill, um, uh, The Cranberries, Duran Duran, and then Depeche Mode. Um, so. That's mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's our episode for this week. Um, next episode will be my music episode where we Yay. talk about my albums. Yeah. Which I already have together and I'll send you the Okay. The the I I just made a playlist with all the songs mm-hmm. on it so you can listen to that. <laughs> Not on shuffle because then you'd be confused, but <laughs> they'll they'll be there in order, the albums in order. Um and then We'll record that and get that out next episode. Okay. Anything else I wanted to say to the listeners today? Um, we'd like to just, if you guys have any like comments about any of your favorite albums, what, what albums have made you feel, you know, tell us about it. Tell us about your, your emotions and your feelings on albums. Um, anything, We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Um, and if you do want to do that, um, we do have on Spotify, there's the feature where you can comment now. So you can go ahead and comment that and I'll see it and I'll um, be able to relay the message. <laughs> um, also, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music, go ahead and give us a rating. That really helps the algorithm push our episodes so more people can hear us. Um or you know just share it around if you're if you feel inclined to do so um yeah that's pretty much it (laughs) (laughs) um i don't really have anything else to say on uh on this topic i'll have a lot more to say next episode obviously yeah um until then i hope all of you have a fantastic day and always remember to fill that cup